When I was little, my dad used to tell me, Eric, if you just shut up and listen, maybe you'll learn something that you don't know already. And you know what? That's not exactly true. Because my dad was a gentleman and he never told me to shut up. But he told me sometimes in life, sit back and listen to what other people have to say. Ask questions. Find out about them. Learn something different. Learn something that you don't know. And put it to use in your own life. Welcome to Interview with Eric Martin Cowell. I've had the opportunity to do a lot of interviews in my life. I truly have, and I'm blessed by that. But today, the guest that I have, he is truly a music superstar. He is the first ever Iranian-Armenian-American star who is going to be receiving a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and that's going to happen in January 2020. They say history will be made. They call him the Bono of Persian music. His, you know, the, the... Ceremony is expected to see crowds of thousands to show up for this. He sells out shows all over the world. Welcome to the show, Andy Mandandian. Am I saying that right, Andy? I just want to make sure I'm pronouncing your last name right. Mandandian? Yes, it's cool. I mean, it's Mandandian, but I take all kinds of variations because it makes it more exciting. Thank you. You're very welcome. You know, I got to say, um, in, in looking at your your biography, your history, and things like that. Uh, let, let, take me back. Take me back to the early days of Andy. Take me back to the days of Tehran. Because you know what it is? We, we as the American people, of course, in today's world, we see Iran in one light. You actually live there. Can you, can you describe growing up in Tehran as a child? Can you describe that to my audience? Yes, those are, of course, my high school years. I went up to high school, I was in Iran, and this is the time of Shah of Iran, and Iran and Tehran was famous for, like, the Paris of uh, Asia, or you, wanna, you might call it Middle East, and the music and culture was flourishing, clubs and cabarets and restaurants and hotels, and uh, the Shah was much full of uh, American-style uh, music, and so we had a lot of American artists, or even British artists, from McCartney, Frank Sinatra. They all came to visit Tehran, and the concerts were cooking. And of course, this is my childhood. I grew up with American bands like uh, Chicago, Ray Charles, and then Deep Purple and the, the Beatles. That kind of stuff was happening in Iran, along with Iranian music, obviously. And then uh, the revolution happened in 79, which by luck, I was out of Iran in, in Los Angeles a couple of months before it. Understood. Now you, That's the short version. Absolutely, I understand. And you came to, they say you came to California with a student visa and you were going to play soccer for Cal State. Um, no support network or any place to live. True. It's true. I came here uh, to Los Angeles. I started from zero. I went to Cal State LA. I played soccer for them. I took music classes for about a year and a half. I worked in clubs to pay for my school. I had a student um, a visa and a student loan to live with. I had a dollar 
for food every day. That that was my allowance. At that time, I ate meat, so I was not a vegetarian. And pretty fast, I became a vegetarian. So it's almost like 39 years I'm a vegetarian. But I had a nice hot dog for a day and no money for Coke or drinks. But I was happy because I was in a great music school. I played soccer. We had a great team. We beat everybody in the nation. We were the best soccer team in the United States, and I was so proud of it. So basically, the money the money necessarily wasn't there at that point in time, but the happiness for life was. You were happy. Well, yes, exactly. The money, money brings comfort, and I didn't have money, and I didn't have comfort. But I had plenty of happiness because I was playing soccer and playing music, and that's all I wanted in the world. You know, I wanted to say that one of the things that it talks about in Andy's biography is the fact that even, even though he, he, they talk about humble beginnings, but the one thing it talks about, and this is what I love, is that it says your house was filled with love, laughter, and the most important thing, as you're describing right now, music. You love music. Yes. You truly do. Describe... And, and, go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, and that's, that's basically what keeps us working day and night. Both me and my wife, Shani, were both musicians. And everything we do is for us to find time to play music. And when we play music, that's when we are the happiest. Absolutely. And, and you know what? It's the, They say if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. <laughs> so, exactly. So there you go. Exactly. You know, there you go. And look at it now. I mean, from from way back then to now, you know, here's the thing too. A lot of struggling musicians get frustrated because they they expect to have overnight success. You know what I'm saying? And you you, you are the are showing that in fact it it takes work. It's a struggle, and if you keep you know if you keep your focus, you can accomplish what you set out to do. True. Well, the way I see it, yes, it's definitely true. The way I see it is if you're doing what you're doing at whatever level, even at the beginning level, that's success. Because you could be a genius in a field, but you're working in a different field. That's miserable. So if music is what you want to do and you're working as a musician, you're already successful. Now, if you want to strive for a higher level of success, that's another thing. Of course, you should have that in the horizon. But if you're doing what you're doing, and it doesn't matter at what level of success you're doing it, you're already happy. So happiness is part of the success. Because a lot of successful people are not happy. So don't think you're going to become uh, Justin Timberlake level of success and you'll be happy. That's not necessarily true. The truth is, if you're doing what you're doing, and you're happy, you're already successful. There you go. Absolutely. I agree with you. How was it visiting the White House? I see that you were the first Iranian-Armenian singer to, invited to the White House. How was that? How was it? That must have been it something. Was, it was a historical moment for me and my wife, Shani. We were invited there. We went to the White House twice. We are both uh, lovers of history and politics. So for us, it was like the center of universe. It's what we have seen and heard in history books and movies. You go there and you feel this 
energy, and I, I can tell you the, the energy is totally positive because that's where you can make a difference in the world. You can do good for the world, not just for America, but for the world. And a good president can affect the outcome of people's life in the world, not just America. So we felt privileged, we felt, felt honored, and it was a great experience. I think I agree with you 100%. You know, when, you, when you're talking about the, the president of the United States, how he can affect, you know, how it can affect. Yeah. And, and, and it definitely, you with your music are definitely causing an effect. I'm looking at the, you know, listeners, I am looking at the list of awards that have been awarded to Andy, and it's just, it's, it's truly, truly amazing. I mean, 15 albums that have sold millions of copies internationally. You perform nine times at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles, the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles, c contributing to musical scores. You, my friend, are the American dream fulfilled. That's what it is. You are the American dream fulfilled. And I'm, that's, what do you say about that? What, what is your definition of the American dream, because a lot of people out there, you know, they want, oh, the American dream is having a white picket fence and having two cars in the driveway and having kids that are happy and going to college <laughs> and a wife that's smiling. What is what is Andy's definition coming in the way you did? What is your definition of the American dream? Well, Eric, my friend, the the American dream you just explained is true. It's a great. Uh, way of looking at it because for the average person uh, having a home and a happy home and, and the right picketed house, those are all great. For a musician, uh, it's, it's the possibility to be able to create, to have the success level that you can record and record and produce and create and because we have that, because I have that, I'm, I feel like this is my American dream. America has given me the possibility to, to be able to create and record, and that's all I wanted in the world. And my next project is coming out in a few months to, to come out at the same time as the time I'm receiving my star. And what other beautiful thing can happen to my life. I mean, this is American dream uh, for any artist, for any musician. How was it recording with uh, John Bon Jovi and Richie Sambora? That must have been quite an amazing. I mean, the song first off that you guys chose, Stamp By Me, I've, I've heard it, and I've heard what you guys did with it, and I think we're going to actually play it at the end of this interview for our listeners to hear, but uh, that must have been something, huh? Uh, recording with Bon Jovi? Well, if there's any kind of a miracle in music business, that would be a miracle because <laughs> the miracle. Uh, yeah. really, because there was a there was a major demonstrations in Iran uh, because people were not happy with the election result, and like sometimes we are here, and uh, the world was watching Iran. And me, as an Iranian-Armenian, it was very important for me to do something about it. Although I don't do political uh, activities, but socially I'm behind people and I want to do what's good for people. I support people. And as a solidarity with the people of Iran who have come out 
to protest against the election, uh, we wanted to do something. And when I say miracle, is because I'm friends with uh, Dan Walls, who is one of the best producers in the history of America. And Dan called and said, hey, this is the perfect time to record something, because we always wanted to record something together. And uh, we went to the studio. Uh, time was with us. John Shanks was producing the last day of Bon Jovi's record. And we went to the studio. Don spoke to John Bon Jovi and John Shanks, which is Sambora, and they said, hey, let's do it right now. Uh, isn't that a miracle? I mean, we could, that is a we, could be, we could be planning for months with this day, and it might not have happened. Absolutely. Absolutely. You could be like, like God, yeah, your God. calendar and their calendar could never have, have, but it was definitely meant to be. It truly was. I yeah. mean, if, there, if you believe in God, which I do, God brought us all to the same studio and said, hey, this is your moment and use it. We went to the studio in a matter of a few hours. Uh, we recorded Stand By Me. Uh, John organized himself, organized for the videos. People came in, they shot the video, and uh, the video came out the next day. It was a, it, we got eight to 10 million hits, uh, views on YouTube, and everybody in the world saw that movement. An American rock star, one of the biggest in the world, recording with an Iranian artist here in Los Angeles with the sweet words. We had the Persian lyrics written the same day by Paxima, famous Iranian lyricist, and John sang in 4C within minutes. I mean, look at that talent, that he could learn the lyrics and, and sing it in 4C. The message was conveyed in Iran. People loved it. And uh, I think that's a miracle. It definitely is. And I mean, just to, I know what it is to try to get the scheduling, <laughs> to try to have two people in the same room at the same time, especially when they're as busy as you are. And John Bon Jovi, I'm sure is so. But like you say, one thing that you say here, you say universal music is the universal language that brings us all together. That is basically what that is showing is that you can take an American rock star and you can take. Uh, the rock star in your own right with Persian music and Armenian music as you do and join together even though in the world today you talk about America and you talk about Iran and there's definitely a divided wall but yet you guys together are showing that we're all people we're all human and we all want yes. the same thing we want to be we want peace we want love we want to feel comfortable we want to be happy and how do we do that? And, you know, and people can talk until they're blue in the face, Andy. They can talk until they're blue in the face. But it's funny, when music is brought into the picture, that truly becomes the universal language. They might not, there are, other language, there are other languages where people might not know what you're saying, but yet they're smiling and they're dancing and they, they love feeling. it. They do. They truly do. And it truly is the universal yeah. language. It really is. Uh, well said, well said, my Thank friend, you. because I think musicians are ambassadors of peace, because just think of it as an Iranian, Armenian. Iranians and Armenians love American music, love American culture, and when we travel, like Bon Jovi, when I travel to all these foreign countries, 
And we go to some countries where they don't speak Farsi, they don't speak English, they have their own languages, but we go there and people receive us, we play music, people enjoy life, and they look at us as ambassadors of peace because music brings peace and happiness to all these countries. And so what can I say? I wish politicians would send musicians as ambassadors to different countries. It, it, trust me, treaties would be signed much faster. Absolutely. Absolutely. There was a musician that I knew. I don't remember his name because it's been a couple of years now, but he's a folk, folk singer, guitarist. And he went, he said one day, I'm going to Afghanistan. And he went, he got to Afghanistan. And we didn't hear from him for like weeks. And we thought something bad had happened to him. When he finally surfaced back in Texas after a few weeks, and I finally got a hold of him, I said, where you been? He said, I went over there to perform. He said, I went over there to spread love. He says, I was accepted. I spread love. I did what I had to do. And I'm back. And it just goes to show it. You know, he wasn't going over there with a weapon in his hand. He was going over there with a guitar in his hand with That's music. Right. And they appreciated that. You know, everybody, I, I don't think there's anybody on this, on this planet. If you're a parent or you have a family, you don't want anything to happen to them. You want you want peace in your life. And that's what I think, right. you know, and, and that's what it's all about. And he went over there with his music. And it's like what you're doing right now. Universal language, the music being the universal language. It truly is. And it's Andy yes. says here, it says also, it says, you want your star on the Walk of Fame to be a beacon of light to show that anything is possible. And no matter where you come from, you can achieve anything you want. That is my friend, that's amazing. That really is. And you, <laughs> it truly is. So what's in the future? Um, what's, oh, I'm sorry, did you want to yeah, say something? I'm sorry. Go ahead. So the way I see the Hollywood star, first of all, I thank uh, deeply, immensely, uh, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce who gave me this honor. Obviously, this is the biggest honor any artist can have. Hollywood is accepting me. Hollywood is accepting an Iranian or Armenian. Growing up in Iran, I learned to know uh, America through Hollywood and Hollywood movies. And now I'm part of it. I lived in Hollywood. I recorded 14 albums in Hollywood. And now my home forever, my forever home is going to be Hollywood because my star and my name will be there. Absolutely. And so Iranians and Armenians are extremely excited that one of our own as you know, the Iranians and Armenians are in very, very adapted uh, immigrants uh, in America for the last 40 years. We are very successful in this country. We're giving it back to our community. We are hardworking people here. And although we've only been here as immigrants for a short time, but we've made a big difference in America, and we love it. We love it here in this star. And the reason my publicist, Roger Neal, thinks thousands of people are going to come out, and he's right, is because we are so happy that Hollywood has accepted this immigrant family as one of their own. So we're very proud of it. It makes me feel good. It really does. It really makes me feel good to hear that because um, there's, so much, there's so, much, so much wrong in the world you know, and people not getting along, that when people can unite like this and, and really see that, again, we all want 
what we all want to be. We all want peace, and we all want we need yeah. that. We need music in our lives. We truly do. You know, and uh, you deserve that Hollywood star. <laughs> you truly do. Thank you. you worked hard for it. Thank you know, you. this was you. You, you, had, you worked hard for it. When are you coming to New York? <laughs> are you ever going to travel out to the East Coast, or are you going to stay on the West Coast? I mean, if you uh, mm-hmm. go ahead. Actually, uh, actually, I will be in New York beginning of December. I love New York. I mean, uh, John Lennon said, "If I lived in the, at the time of Romans, I would live in Rome." It's true. Uh, at this time in history, New York is the center of art and culture, and everything is real in New York. So I love New York. I love Manhattan. Well, I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk yes. to Roger. I'm going to talk to Roger and tell Roger to let you know when you come out to New York. I would love to come into the city and meet with you and and do you know talk to you in person and shake your hand and say thank you. Fantastic. I truly would. No, I truly um, would. I should thank you no. for giving me this opportunity, and I hope to see you in the beginning of December in New York. Absolutely. One other question I have to ask, all right? I know you like Bon Jovi, but who's your who's your favorite American band? I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> if, you had a, if you had a musician, a singer, who do you, who does Andy listen to? When you, get in, when you get into your car and you well, turn on the music, who do you like to listen to? Well, can I be partial? Sure. Also? Go ahead. You can give me a couple. Uh, sure. Give me a couple. This, this. Because my wife is uh, Shaney Rigsby is a superstar on his on her own terms. She travels the whole world. She plays American music, but she also sings in different languages. So she's she's truly an ambassador of America in different countries. Her her last single came out last month called Everything, and it's doing fantastic in Europe. The next single coming out in a couple of weeks is called Send. That's coming out pretty soon. You can find her on Instagram, Shaney uh, Rigby, and uh, my Instagram is Andy Music One. We have a lot of music coming out, but obviously, I listen to the biggest stars and all the newcomers in America. I grew up with a lot of American music, Ray Charles, like I said, Chicago, and then of course Rod Stewart from Britain and Deep Purple. I listen to everything that comes out. And I'm a big fan of American music, obviously. And uh, I don't want to sound like an older person, but I listen to everything that comes out today. Yes, the numbers are too many, and some of them are great, some of them are not. But that's how music is. You know, 10 new artists come, five of them are great, and those are the ones I listen to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, listeners, you've heard it here. Uh, his website is www.andy, that's A-N-D-Y music, M-U-S-I-C dot com. You can check him out online. Of course, if you're out there in the uh, Los Angeles area, and uh, you, we're going to follow up on this and let you know when uh, actually the ceremony will be with the uh, Walk of Star in 2020, go there. You know, listen to, the, listen to the music, listen to Andy's wife's music. Again, what he says, it's the universal language that helps solve our problems, all right? And we need more problem-solving than we need problem-makers, <laughs> okay? And uh, I want to call you friend. Can I add one more sure, thing, please? please? Go ahead. Eric, uh, my wife and I have a charity. Yes, for, uh, yes. For, have a rescue. Yes. We have a rescue. We rescue dogs and dogs from L.A., dogs from America. Voices Out. Is that Voices Out? Dogs from it's called Voices Out. Right. Uh, VoicesOut.org is the website. 
you can go and see how many beautiful stories come out of just saving one dog. And we always say we're really not saving a dog. We're saving a family because once we save a dog and that, that dog goes to a family, the family calls us and thanks us for changing their life, for making their life beautiful. So uh, that's one, one part of our giving back to the community. Absolutely. I want to let everybody know what they, what it says is he provides a voice and aid to children and animals in neglectful, abusive, and abandoned conditions both in the U.S. and also abroad. Uh, they've traveled to Armenia to assist rescue missions for animal sanctuaries, and they spend time in Los Angeles helping dogs find their forever homes. i got to tell you, I have three dogs. Okay, I have three dogs, uh, one of which is a, uh, a chocolate lab named Forrest Gump, and every day, when I, every day when I come home, he meets me at the door. He gives me so much love. We have Forrest, we have Diesel, and we have uh, Casey. And and let me tell you something. There is nothing. It's like it's funny. I saw an ad. As a matter of fact, I saw an ad locally for someone that was trying to uh, having a dog up for adoption, and the caption under the ad said. Here's your new best friend. <laughs> and, you, know, you know, when your wife That's is mad great. at you, when the way I tell everybody, when my wife is mad at me, the dog still loves me. <laughs> You know, so that's, that's what it is. That's true. You are amazing, my friend. You truly are. We're going to be playing. We're going to be playing uh, "Stand by Me." The song you're going to hear uh, is was recorded with John Bon Jovi, of course, and Richie Sambora, and they say it's to show solidarity and bring awareness for the people of Iran. Uh, the Persian lyrics of the remake they say resonated with people. Uh, gamering over 9 million hits on YouTube. So folks, listen, when you hear this song, I want you to say, I want you to understand something. You are not alone in the world. All right. And it doesn't matter whether you're listening overseas, whether you're listening in America, wherever you are, I want you to sit there and listen to the lyrics of the song. And I'm going to tell you how it, I'm going to tell you how it's going to work. When you hear the Persian lyrics of the song, you might not un- truly understand the words. But somehow, through the music, you're going to understand what he's saying and what this is all about. So that's it. Andy, you are an amazing individual. I wish you and your wife, your lovely wife, the best of luck and much more success than you already have. And I look forward to meeting you someday, my friend. I truly do. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. You have such a great energy and voice. Thank you. I would love to talk to you more often. Let's I'll do that. Let's do that. I'm telling seriously, yeah. I might be out to L.A., and if I'm not, you know, we can get together uh, when you're in December. I live right on Long Island, so I'm right close. I'll get a hold of Roger Neal. I'll tell Roger if you have anything else that you ever want to get out there, consider my voice your voice, my friend. All right? Thank you so much. All right. Much love to you and your family. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. وقتی که شب میاد با همه غم هاش ای آور ای هم فریاد با من باش دست به دست همزه در تو و من هموطن درد تو Darde man bo man bo so darling darling stand by me oh stand by me oh 
Stand by. 